For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Another thing we do every Monday during this exact segment is something we call the podium. Uh, what it is, is it is a reaction to the last week. Uh, so Monday to Monday, essentially, right? Like uh, every Monday, we give a gold medal, a silver medal, a bronze medal, and we name one off the podium for the four teams in the ACC in the state of North Carolina. We did it through all the football season based on football production. Now we're doing it based on men's basketball production. Uh, off the podium... Tough one, Wake Forest. And it's a tough one because uh, Wake Forest has not played at all since last time we did the podium. <laughs> That's right. They were uh, top of the podium the, last time, weren't they? Inactivity is not rewarded here on uh, the, the podium on the drive. You got to give me something. You got to do something. <laughs> you got to gotta figure it out. Uh, so, but really through no fault of their own. I'm, I'm, I mean, Wake Forest, you're off the podium because I don't know what to judge. I, I, you, I didn't get to watch the practice tape. To know how how awesome your scrimmages were, uh, coming in the bronze medal, North Carolina. Now this is a like they lost to Kentucky. Uh, that's their only kind of entry into their their candidacy, their campaign for this week's podium. Um, I wrestled with this one, right? Because they played one of the top fifteen teams in the country, very close, and and. Uh, they played one of the top 15 teams in the country in a very exciting game, mm-hmm. high intensity. R.J. Davis looks like an All-American. I considered boosting them up on the fact of, you know, hey, uh, if, if you're hanging with a really, really good opponent and playing really, really well against them, even if you don't come away with the win, is that maybe more impressive than beating a team of lesser consideration? Uh, but the, the, the thing that I – balked at the reason I couldn't do that is because North Carolina was the higher ranked team in that game I think if if they were 17th still like they had they had been kind of preseason and they were playing Kentucky and then had that game I would be like all right yeah they're like they're ranked above you you're supposed to not win that game I get frustrated when like the number eight team in the country loses a close game to the number two team in the country and they fall to 16th I'm like no that is quite literally what your rankings say should happen, right? You should lose to the higher-ranked team in a close game. Um, but UNC was ninth. So they were like it was supposed to be a back-and-forth, hard-fought, good game that North Carolina won. So by them, even though it was close and even though it was competitive, by them falling just short, they fall into the bronze category of the podium. Uh, next up, silver, NC State. Uh, this is the, Well, they beat Tennessee Martin. Take care of business when you take care of business, right? Do what you got to do when you got to do it. Uh, they lost to Tennessee, and the difference between North Carolina and and State, because they both played teams ranked in that kind of tweener area, right, like 10 to 15, uh, is NC State was unranked and still did everything North Carolina did. Uh, maybe not everything, but uh, kept it close, looked like a peer, uh, had their streaks, made some good plays, right? Everybody makes a run. They made theirs. They fell short. Don't get me wrong. They lost to Tennessee, a team that UNC beat, by the way. 
But uh, but being an uh, unranked team and kind of giving it a run, I think it was a slight advantage NC State. So uh, we'll give them the silver. And I have more comments on that coming up in the not-too-distant future. Uh, gold goes to Duke. They beat Hofstra 89-68. Uh, they're the only team that didn't have a, uh, a loss and or inactivity for their week. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they, in a weird way, that Hofstra game, Showed, showed me some confidence that I didn't know this team had. I'm still terrified that they don't have any, like, edge. Maybe not any, but they don't have enough. They don't have somebody that's going to be yelling and screaming or, or, or bringing that type of, like, very raw energy. But I kind of respect that, I you know, I expected them to make a whole bunch of changes to their rotation, and I expected them to make a whole bunch of changes to the their style of play after a, a, a couple of losses that, you know, probably shook their the diehard fans a little bit. Uh, and then they came out against Hofstra and said, nope, we're, we're, we are what we are. We know it's good enough. We just have to execute better. And there's something to be said for that kind of self-confidence. So uh, that's how they end up as as the gold. Uh, big shakeup from last week. Completely different different yeah. kind of rundown there. As Duke, you had off the podium last well, week, they, right? I mean, they, they lost quite, man. They, yeah, I mean. I think it was. I think it was. Sense. It was I think it was well-earned they were off yes. the podium. Um, but I kind of like the way this shook out. I struggled with it. Took us a while to figure it out, but I like the way this shook out. Duke gold, NC State silver, UNC bronze, Wake Forest, who did not play off the podium. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. The Drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan. Uh, I want to dive into that Tennessee beating NC State game, right? You can forget about the Tennessee-Martin game now. Uh, so we're not doing the full week rundown like we just did on the podium. Let's focus on number 12 Tennessee beating NC State. Because the, the, the reason why I bring it back up is on Friday, Dennis was uh, was out, but we had Graham. We called this a litmus test. Mm -hmm. Like it felt very much like State was going to find out if they belonged with the teams at the top, right? Like if, if you lose to the BYUs, you lose to the Ole Misses, and then you get four or five tune-up games to fix things, if you if you go into that Tennessee game and you really look overmatched, it starts to get to the point where, right, we're going to start taking some chances here. We're going to start figuring some things out. Uh, but all th at the same time, if you, if you beat them, then it can, all right, you learned your lesson, all those sorts of things. The litmus test, what are the results? I think they belonged. They belonged. It was a battle of peers against the number 12 team in the country. And that's solid for them. And 79-70 final score, yep. neutral site in San Antonio. DJ, who I saw on uh, social media, is picking up the nickname 3J Horn. Okay. Uh, 3J Horn. Like Not, they don't. They, the 3J was open because 3J Burns just didn't, didn't make, make a lot of sense. Uh, 3J Horn knocked down four threes. Uh, DJ Burns, who we did mention, uh, scored 15. But here's the thing that I liked from DJ Burns. He was running the show. He was picking up assists. He was distributing. He was passing out of double teams. He was seeing the court. That is when their offense is running best. 
is when their their shooters are knocking down shots, right? Their the spacing is there, and DJ can be in the DJ Burns can be in the middle of it all and orchestrating like a uh, like a maestro, like a conductor. That's the word I was looking for, like a music conductor. That's what I think they can do when they're at their best. And to see that done against Tennessee is strong. So I leave the game with with, with two thoughts. And I want to talk about more players, by the way, two very interesting players that appeared in that game. Um, but I look at that game as a team in one of two ways. One is if they play as well as they played against Tennessee, they're going to win a lot of games in the ACC. Right there's if they play as well as they get against Tennessee, they'll they'll win against I would say half of the ACC teams every time they play that well. Another twenty five percent they'll you know it'll be more of a, a crapshoot, and then the top twenty five they could get them a couple times. Right, the top twenty five percent. Like I think if they play that well, their their impact they'll have their fingerprint on the ACC season, but also. Sometimes I think Kevin Keats's NC State programs kind of get caught in that spot, which is they beat the teams that they should definitely beat, they lose the teams that they should lose to, and then they mix in a couple in the, in the middle of the road, and you walk away pleased but not ecstatic, right? You walk away, all right, it was a good season, but not, oh, we really had a chance. Mm-hmm. And and Good but not great. Yeah, and at some point you have to break through that ceiling and go go do something. And with this team, right, all the transfers, you had Casey Morsell, DJ Burns, who were established from last year, coming back. You had some depth, Middlebrooks and all these guys. Like, you, you, I really liked what they were bringing in. And that Tennessee game is kind of right where they should be, right? You lose by nine. It was a neutral court game against a top 15 team. Hard to be mad at it, right? That's kind of, oh, it was good. You look like you belonged. You look like a peer. But you're also, you know, it's it's hard to be mad at but hard to be happy with, and you're just kind of there. That's tough. It's the, the you know, in certain sports they call it the treadmill of mediocrity where you're too good to make any big changes, right, but not good enough to really get any uh, gigantic awards and accolades. So you just stay on that treadmill running in place. The team is still developing. The team is still growing together. There are new players consistently being added to the mix, uh, and and they have room to grow. But I need to see them win that game against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And they have plenty of top 25 teams on on the, you know, the rest of the schedule to go get those wins. But I need to see them win those games. Let's talk about the new players, right? Because these are the two super interesting players I talked about. So coming into the year, uh, we knew they had seven new faces, right? We knew they had seven transfers. And we said there would be kind of an onboarding process, right? There would be a new – there would be a chemistry that needed to be built. There would there'd need to be all these things. Well, uh, they started getting it together, and then MJ Rice came back and got healthy. MJ Rice played in this game, but just 13 minutes. Went 0 for 3 from the field – I wanted to see more of him, and the fact that I didn't concerns me a little bit, right? Because he played 10 minutes in his first timeout, 16 minutes in his next timeout. Now, in this game, a game where I think a player like MJ Rice could have really helped them, right? A transfer from Kansas, his his uh, athletic pedigree or profile, his, his recruiting pedigree, all of that adds up to somebody you'd probably want to get a few more minutes, and they actually gave him less minutes than they gave him in the previous game against Tennessee Martin. Um, that's not him at his best. So I, now we have to uh, 
kind of reevaluate how quickly he can work into a full-time role if they're pulling back the reins in a game that I think was you know significantly more important than the previous. Uh, and then also Cam Woods played. Yeah. So so think about this. You have you know a bunch of like a like a whole starting lineup amount of new faces at the beginning of the year. You start to get used to it. You start to get used to the rotations. You throw MJ Rice in the mix for a couple games. That is a new super high-profile transfer. He's there. He's there. You're starting to get used to it. Boom, throw another new face in the mix, Cam Woods. And it's it's this is tough for that team, right? Like, I don't, like do they have anyone they could add in in two weeks, like another new player? <laughs> like, like, is that the thing? Every couple of weeks you're just going to get a, a new contributor to the lineup? Um, because Cam Woods played based on the – two-time transfer eligibility waivers not being enforced, and now he can play even though they didn't think he could play and they were waiting on waivers, but now you don't need a waiver. And and it, that's a whole political conversation for another day. But Literally politicians. <laughs> literally, like literally attorneys general. Yeah. Uh, so Cam Woods gets to play, and they play him off the bench more minutes than anyone else off the bench. Mm-hmm. He grabs nine points, four rebounds, looks pretty darn good. Yeah. And and now it's okay, great. We finally were kind of figuring out our chemistry. Now we obviously have to get this guy minutes. And as soon as MJ Rice is healthy, he's obviously going to have to up his role. There's a lot of adjusting going on for this NC State team. And Diara just coming back. He only played five minutes. Mm-hmm. So Diara, post player, because he missed the previous missed game. The previous Tennessee game, Martin. even though they said they might have been able to play him. Yeah, like they if really they needed wanted to him. push him. You know, but then against Tennessee, when they did need him, they still only played him a couple minutes. Yeah. So so. So again, it's just who's in. It's like who's on first. This guy's playing. This guy's not. He's ineligible. Now he's eligible. He's back in from injury, and he's going to play a bunch. Actually, he's going to play less minutes. That guy, we could have played him, but we didn't. But then when we needed to play him, we didn't. It's 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 a who's on first situation. So coach Coach Keats hasn't really had his full roster fully healthy yet at all this season. So they're really figuring this out. Even though you know you're almost ten games or so into the season, still trying to figure this thing out is Coach Keats and. ACC play is going to be starting up here in just a matter of weeks. I know they've already played one ACC game, yep. so I'm talking full go the ACC. Appetizer. Really just here in about three weeks, we're full on ACC play, and he's really going to have to figure this thing out pretty quickly. But the the Cam Woods thing that you mentioned about, for those who may have missed last week, the whole um, – the, the lawsuit uh, against the, the, the NCAA. The lawsuit against the NCAA. And the then there was a temporary restraining, restraining order, order that said two weeks – they needed to, or they weren't allowed to enforce transfer waiver rules, mm-hmm. uh, and then the NCAA. I don't know if they were there was court pressure to do this, or if they just volunteered it. They said, you know what, let's just mutually came to an agreement. <laughs> yeah, probably some kind of arbitration. Uh, they decided that the the weight transfer two time transfer waiver rules would not be enforced until after spring sports. They're gonna revisit it after spring sports. So that's why a guy like Cam Woods was able to play. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why we hadn't seen him so far yet this season because he was a part of that two-time transfer waiver. So he was ready to go. He was anxious to play, ready to go. And like you said, put up nine points in 18 minutes. So who knows what their rotation is going to be like for NC State moving forward. they got to figure that out fast. Exactly. They have to figure it out and and figure out who, like, Diara, Rice, like, are they available or not, <laughs> right? Because if they're – like, I'm almost like if they're hurt and not ready to play – don't play him mm-hmm. because putting him in for five minutes just throws off someone else's rhythm. Put him in for 10 minutes, throws off someone else's rhythm. Like if they're playing, play him. And, and it's, it's, 
It's very tough for them. So uh, they have their challenges before they kind of break through that ceiling that I was talking about and, and start beating the top 10, top 15 teams in the country rather than just being like, hey, they look good. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.